This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, December 16th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Possible snag for USMCA. China's key pledges on ag buys and trade barriers. And could wage rates save H-2A reform? The pre-Christmas rush faces Capitol Hill. Fresh off the historic Phase 1 trade deal with China, Congress faces a critical week to fund the government for fiscal 2020 and advance the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. And, yes, there is the House debate this week on impeaching President Donald Trump. As of today, here's what we know and what we don't about the China deal. And for more on the D.C. Pact agenda, read our Washington Week Ahead at AgriPulse.com. USMCA complication arises. It was looking like clear sailing for the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement, but a complication has arisen. Mexico's top North American negotiator is airing new grievances with the pact. Jesus Siede is expected to confront lawmakers and the Trump administration as early as today. A provision that was added to USMCA after U.S., Canadian, and Mexican leaders signed the pact about a year ago is creating fresh objections in Mexico. The U.S. wants to install five labor attaches in Mexico to monitor the progress of labor reform in the country. But Mexico won't allow that to happen, Siede said at a video posted this weekend. Mexico was not consulted on the provision, and the country does not agree to it, Siede said, even though Mexico's Senate on Thursday voted to approve the USMCA version that was altered after months of talks between House Democrats and the Trump administration over toughening enforcement for Mexican labor reforms. Details emerge on China deal, but questions remain. China, according to the Trump administration, is in complete agreement on a partial trade pact that isn't expected to be signed and implemented until early next year. More details have been released than the first time a deal was announced in October, but questions remain, including the biggest one. Will the so-called Phase 1 pact actually come through? Here's what we know. According to the White House, China has agreed to buy 40 to $50 billion in U.S. agriculture commodities annually for two years. China has not confirmed this, saying details will be released, quote, in a timely manner. We know China will lift a wide variety of non-tariff barriers on U.S. ag commodities, including reform of the country's difficult and lengthy biotech trade approval process and that the U.S. and China have also agreed to scrap plans to increase tariffs on each other that would have gone into effect yesterday. China says the U.S. has promised to gradually reduce the tariffs that are already on Chinese goods. And here's what we don't know. Exactly which U.S. ag commodities China will be buying more of over the next two years. At the stated levels, China will have to be buying a lot of just about everything U.S. farmers and ranchers produce. But the senior administration official said details on specific commitments will be kept secret to protect information that could skew markets. How China will address its tariff and non-tariff barriers to ag products and how permanent those fixes will be is still yet unknown. Could wage rates tilt Senate on ag labor? As we've reported, there's little indication that the Senate will do anything with the landmark H-2A reform bill the House passed last week. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi seemed to concede as much when she said at a news conference that the bill had been sent to the Senate's grim reaper. 
a reference to Majority Leader Mitch McConnell and his penchant for burying House-passed bills. But Dennis Nuxall, the Western Growers Vice President of Federal Government Affairs, tells AgriPulse the 2020 wage rates are likely to get the attention of the Senate and could put some pressure on Republicans to deal with the issue. Nuxall expects another round of big increases in wage rates in many states. The rates are due out from the Labor Department in early January. This year, several western states saw H-2A wage increases of 15 to 23 percent. The House-passed Farm Workforce Modernization Act would freeze the wage rates in 2020 and cap the annual increases after that. And by the way, Americans for Prosperity, a Cook-funded conservative advocacy group, has started a direct mail and digital campaign to thank key GOP and Democratic lawmakers who helped pass the bill in the House. This step in the right direction is a key opportunity for the Senate to seriously debate meaningful solutions for our country's agriculture sector. That Jorge Adelima, the group's senior vice president of policy. And don't miss our AgriPulse open mic interview with the Democratic co-author of the Ag Labor Bill, California Representative Zalofgren. Equip changes coming. USDA expected today to release the rule implementing a series of changes at the 2018 Farm Bill made in the Environmental Quality Incentives Program. The Farm Bill cut the funding allocation for livestock-related practices from 60% to 50% and bumped up the allocation for wildlife habitat to 10% from 5%. The bill also modified the program to direct more aid to improving water quality and conserving water and creates incentive contracts and alleviate funding arrangements on irrigation districts. Funding for the program was increased to just over $2 billion by 2023. FCA report warns of price pressure. Large global supplies are expected to keep crop prices low in 2020, the Farm Credit Administration says in its quarterly report. In fact, with the exception of soybeans, crop prices for the next three years are projected below Farm Bill reference prices that would trigger price loss coverage payments, said FCA, which oversees the farm credit system. Livestock and dairy returns are likely to be positive in early 2020, but trade risks remain elevated, according to FCA. Todd Van Hoos, president and CEO of the Farm Credit Council, tells AgriPulse his member institutions are worried about the farm economy. We've watched the gradual deterioration of the farmer's financial position over the past six years. FCA's report showed that loans classified as less than acceptable are up in 2019 for all major loan types. Here's today's He Said It. You can only cut expenses so far, and we've already seen family living expenses get cut a lot, which is a big thing for a lot of people. The cost of health care for them is really brutal right now. That Todd Van Hoos on how farmers are coping with the economic squeeze. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, December 16th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Dowling.